0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network.
1: Welcome in to tonight's post game show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadiens 2-1 in overtime. Nick Waugh the hero tonight for Vegas along with Robin Leonard, those two players factored largely in this win and this series now knotted up at two games apiece as we head toward game number five from T-Mobile Arena on Tuesday. Let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to help us break this one down. And, you know, Dan, obviously Pete DeBoer made a decision to go with Robin Leonard in tonight's game. It's a decision that paid off because Leonard was absolutely fantastic.
2: And I'll go back to the days just after that loss from Robin Leonard. He gives up the seven goals, 37 shots, game one against Colorado. We know the team was not good in front of him, uh, but you know, you figure that Robin would be able to keep it at less than seven. He was not the backup goaltender for games two and three. They gave him a couple of games truly off, and I don't know that we'll ever find out. The entire reason as to why but Logan Thompson was the backup to Flurry for games two and three um, maybe Leonard was fighting something maybe he uh, wasn't quite in the the shape that they expected him to be in because he hadn't played uh, in in a couple of weeks at that stage well today he showed no sign of being unfit to play meaning there's rust there I mean one game in a month Uh, you might think that there would be some difficulty kind of finding the groove, finding the rhythm, the pace of the game. You didn't see that. He was compact, he was composed, and he did what we have seen at his highest moments, just take up so much of the net. And he made a couple of impressive saves where he had to react quickly, like the kick saves. Um, One glove save comes to mind. But he didn't overcommit, and when he is occupying so much of the net front, that's when he's at his best, and that's what it looked like to me today.
1: You know, when you look at Nick Wah, he has two goals in the last two games in Montreal. How much do you think that just going home and playing in that building kind of elevates the play
2: of Nick Wah? and you see it on the poise in the overtime winner? Yeah, he's he the sort of guy that, sort of like Tomasz Nozick, might not be the star on your team, but he seems to have a knack for the game, really understands the ebbs and flows of the sport, recognizing when it might not be going your way how to fight through it, but when it is going your way to take advantage of it, uh, understanding a role, understanding a place on a team. And I think that the way that that Nick has stepped up here in this postseason, the way that he sort of navigated through his second year in the NHL. And the last year he was sort of back and forth, spent all the time in the bubble, and I just went through Nick's difficulties producing Um, he wasn't as intense he wasn't as assertive at the beginning of the year but he uh, sort of figured things out that's part of becoming a regular NHLer and whatever he had figured out down the stretch of the regular season he's carried in here and then again those playoff experiences the long run with the Charlotte Checkers of course the bubble last year Uh, not to mention um, you know you look at what he's uh, done throughout his junior career Uh, I could go on and on here but the, the way that somebody develops that sort of mindset for playoff games, like Tomasz Nosek said they love to play under pressure and Nick Waugh is one of those
1: Alright Dan, as always, thanks for joining me here and we will chat with you on Tuesday. Thanks Ryan That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. Let's head down to Montreal and bring in Robin Leonard as he addresses the media after tonight's game.
3: I actually turned around and asked the ref if it was in or not, he said it wasn't so I went up to the bench and they say it wasn't i wasn't sure um because yeah again I, I saw my club was right on the line and you never know if it's a little bit over or not so it was uh nice when the coaches uh, said that it was good
4: take two more for robin we'll go to david
5: chain
6: hi robin max just had praised you for your attitude over the last couple weeks and just kind of being a cheerleader for the team how have you seen you know, your role the last couple of weeks and what has that been like for you?
3: Oh, it's been great. Uh, we, we're on a Stanley Cup journey with a great team, great organization, great guys. Uh, it doesn't matter for me. Truly, in my heart, I don't I don't care. If I'm on the bench or if in the net. I'll do the best I can for the team. And um, that's what people don't understand. You know, it's, uh, it's a team game. Uh, this whole thing. Uh, it's just uh, everything's all blown out of proportion with all the whole thing here you know it's uh i don't i don't care i couldn't care less uh flower been absolutely outstanding it's the reason why we're here uh with a lot of the other guys and you know we, when you get a chance to come in and help it's great and uh you just uh, do what you can for the team whatever position you're in uh, and that's uh that's what it's about and that's what i hope uh the whole city we'll
4: just find and do, you know, just, it's
5: all for the team. Last questions from Mark Spector. Oh, but it, it was a very, uh, you know, it's a courageous decision. Don't take this the wrong way. It's a courageous decision by Pete DeBoer to go away from a number one goalie in the middle of a series like this. Uh, that must, you know, it must feel good to have a coach willing to take that risk. Not that you're a risky guy, but you know what I mean. You go away from Flurry. He's played great. And they replaced the goalie in game four. Uh, how did you feel about that? Is there extra pressure when you're Robin Leonard in this game?
3: Uh, it was great. You know, uh, not many people know. You know, I come to the game four hours early. Every I get up my own bus, come four hours early. I sat for two hours and watch you guys talk shit on Twitter on me, you know, to get me motivated. And, uh, um, you know, it was great, you know, just to see all what you guys had to say and um, you know, I don't care what people think. It's been a weird, kind of a weird season with a concussion and my surgery and stuff like that. But, you know, I've been battling hard lately to, you know, just be a good teammate and being as good as possible. And, uh, you know, I don't really, it's a great motivation for me. Uh, I don't do the flashiest saves and all those things, but, uh, you know, before this season, ever since I got out of rehab and, Even before that in Buffalo, I've been putting up some pretty good numbers. And uh, people act like, yeah, people act like what they, that that I'm not very good, especially in our own town. But, uh, you know, I have a lot from the team, my teammates and uh, my coaches. And me and Flower has gotten really close this year, you know, supporting each other. And we don't care about the noise. So it's just great motivation for me. It was very enjoyable on Twitter today, and uh, thank you guys very much for giving me that motivation.
4: Thanks very much, Robin.
1: That was Robin Leonard as he addressed addressed the media after tonight's game. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by
6: Dollar Loan Center.
0: game show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Welcome back. AAA Insurance post game show. The Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadiens 2-1 to in overtime. To tie this series up at two games apiece, game five, Tuesday, T-Mobile Arena. So, great, great bounce back effort in this one for the Vegas Golden Knights. Specifically, Robin Leonard comes in. We just heard from him and has himself an absolute gem of a game. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, Chandler Stephenson did not play tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. The, looks like Pete DeBoer has found something with Tomas Nosek up on that top line with Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone obviously would like Chandler Stevenson to be available sooner than later but if he is not I think you can you can kind of continue to tweak things here and there if you're head coach Pete DeBoer let's take a look at the highlights in this game we go all the way back to the first period and it's Robin Leonard the story in this game and it started early and often he had some really big saves but none better none more impressive in the first period than the one he makes on Eric Stahl
2: Perry gets the puck in front. Big step, Leonard. He jumped to his left. He stopped Stahl. The whistle stops play.
1: That's a gigantic save. It's Corey Perry making a play backdoor to Eric Stahl. Robin Leonard with the pad, then with the glove. Just a beautiful save from Robin Leonard. We head to the second period, the Golden Knights played a bit better in that second period still nothing really dangerous though on the power play Alex Petrangelo would hit a post then just as that penalty expired for the Montreal Canadiens Paul Byron would get behind the Golden Knights defense and put the Canadians up one to nothing
2: banked up the near boards and out to center lead pass short-handed here's Paul Byron down the middle and he scores he goes crossbar and in the penalty time had just expired, but it was, in essence, a shorthanded breakaway. Paul Byron gets the first goal of the game.
1: That's Paul Byron from Nick Suzuki at 18.55 of the second period to make it one to nothing Montreal. We would head to the third period and the Golden Knights needed to just go out, win a period. That's exactly what they did. It started with Robin Leonard's triple-A insurance save of the game.
2: Behind the net, centered for Carlson, knocked away, and Theodore missed the puck. It goes the other side. Here comes left wing Caulfield out in front. Leonard the save. They went down with a stick protecting the five hole.
1: AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. Moments after that gigantic save from Robin Leonard, Braden McNabb
2: would even the score. Now in the left corner, Carlson, looking right, a shot from McNabb, he scores! Carlson to McNabb, he ties it! 9.23 to go in the third period. McNabb's first goal of the postseason, and it comes at a critical juncture.
1: That's the first goal of the playoffs for Braden McNabb from William Carlson and Shea Theodore at 10.37 of the third period to tie the game at one. We'd head to overtime, and riding the wave from that third period comeback, the Golden Knights would jump on the Canadians early, and Nick Waugh patiently made the play to win the game
2: goes behind the goal, waggles out and shoots, knocked down in front, Waugh stopped, another try, he scores! Nicholas Waugh in overtime! He waited and lifted it over the fallen Carey Price. Nick Waugh wins it for Vegas at OT, two to one, the Knights win it, and they tie the series two and two.
1: That is Nick Waugh from Max Pacioretty, two to one, Vegas, one minute, 18 seconds into overtime and that is the game-winning goal. This series knotted up at two games apiece. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center.
0: Vegas Golden Knights post-game show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does
1: sports quite like Las Vegas, because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today it's the triple-A insurance post game show the Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadians two to one to take game four of the Stanley Cup semifinals Vegas evens up the series two games apiece as we turn our attention in a couple of days to game number five a pivotal game five in this series and for the Golden Knights it was one of those games right where you don't necessarily have it early on you you just didn't it's a half step behind in the offensive zone in the neutral zone in the defensive zone and yet what the golden knights did get the aspect of their game that was on point from the beginning from puck drop was robin lenner having an absolutely fantastic night and again you have two starts in the last 42 days you expect there to be some rust. You expect that maybe Robin Leonard going to need some time to settle into the game. And what ends up happening is Robin Leonard makes big save after big save after big save in the first period. And the Golden Knights find a way to win. How many times have we said that this year? They find a way to win. High danger scoring chances in this game. 18-1 to 1 in favor of the Montreal Canadiens. So this is, a, this is a win that happens as a team, as Robin Leonard spoke about it after the game. This is a team win. You win as a team, you lose as a team. Everything is a team effort in hockey. That's absolutely 100% true. But the Golden Knights do not win this game if not for Robin Leonard playing at the caliber that he played all night long he was fantastic he shut the door time and time again and that is what you need contributions from every single person this time of year to win let's head back to montreal bring in head coach pete DeBoer as he addressed the media after tonight
4: well he was excellent i i knew he'd be good um you know there was a lot of things went into it uh we just played I think tonight was our 17th game in 33, 34 nights. We wouldn't be here without Flower and and how he's played for us. Um, But it's a lot of hockey and uh, two emotional series uh, that were were both really hard fought. Um, You know, when you look at the the numbers in the league, I think he's, he's tied with Vasilevsky for for most starts in the playoffs so far. And he's 10 years older than Vasilevsky. Um, So, you know, for me, knowing Lenny, knowing, knowing how hard he's worked, knowing the goalie is, um, you know, the gamble to play him uh, having not played a lot uh, lately was, you know, no bigger than, than the gamble of, of playing a fatigued, in my mind, goalie, uh, you know, with no no rest really on the horizon. Go to Ed Graney.
6: Hi, hey, Ed. Pete, uh, Max talked about this, and then Robin somewhat talked about this, but did, when you make this decision, I guess how easy is it that he actually was a good teammate, as Max said all along, that you didn't have to deal with someone, at least outwardly, that wanted to play or was negative about it, they said he was the best teammate as he sat. Robin, you mean? Yes, yeah. it's Robin. Yeah, yeah he, he was—he was excellent. I mean, you know I
4: Listen, he, he might have the toughest job in hockey, playing behind uh, you know a legend in, in Flower, uh, and uh, um, how he's handled that, uh, I think, has earned the respect of everybody in our dressing room. And that's not stuff that people see, but it's genuine, and uh, he's a good man and a good teammate, and played a hell of a game for us tonight we'll go to justin emerson justin hi, pete i guess how long had you decided that you were going to go with robin leonard for this game and how much if at all did flurry's play at the end of the third period last night uh, affect your decision it, 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 you know what i'll be honest with you the, the play at the end of the third period was had zero to do with the decision you know i i just <clears throat> i think I think during that thirty-something days, the last month of hockey that Flowers played, I think we've had uh, only two days, two two situations where we've had more than a day off of rest. Um, you know, one of them was Game One of this series. He was lights out on two three days of rest uh, when we when we started the series against Montreal in Game One. But you know, it, it's impossible, uh, you know, not not to wear uh, the playoff trail, um, and, you know, from a fatigue point of view. So, uh, you know, the, 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 mishandle had nothing to do with it. Um, we talked going into the playoffs about using our depth our, our depths, our greatest strength in this organization and with this team in my mind. And we haven't been afraid to do that. We haven't been afraid to do it on defense. Um, we've used seven. We haven't been afraid to do it up front. You know, Sakura, Brown, uh, different guys, Glasser's played a game. Different guys have come in and got the job done for us, and, and we're not going to be afraid to do it in net. It, it It's the strength of the team. Go to Jesse Granger. Hey, Jesse.
2: Hey, Pete, you, you used the word not afraid a few times in there, and you've talked about uh, you've taken guys out of the lineup after good games, after big wins. Can you talk about the pressures uh, that a coach faces this time of year with the lineup decisions and just kind of how you've stuck to your to – your, guns and, and gone with what you think is right in the in the moment
4: yeah well i mean that that you, you hit it right on the head i mean I, my, my only responsibility is to the men in that room and and making sure that i'm making the the right decisions in order to to give them the best chance to win and uh, you know that that's the only factor that goes into that mix when i'm making those calls We'll go to David Shane.
0: David.
6: Hi, Pete. I may have phrased this a little bit different. Have the outcome uh, been different, but just how deep did you guys have to dig? How much did you guys just put into this game uh, for this result?
4: Well, we did. Obviously they pushed in the first period. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm sure despite the fact they won last game, I'm sure they weren't happy with their play. I thought, you know, we carried a lot of, of, uh, of game three. So we knew they'd push and, and the first period, you know, we, we were just weathering the storm. Uh, Lenny made some saves. Um, you know, we, we talked between the first and second about getting into the, the fight and the battle a little bit more as a group and finding a way. And, um, a lot of character in that room, you know, that's not the, the first time we've faced adversity and, and risen to the occasion. We'll take a couple more for the coach. Mark Spector.
5: Hey, Mark. Hey, Pete. Um, I don't know if if you've ever had an experience. I'm sure you have in your many years. Uh, Nicholas Ross scores this goal. His his folks are in the stands. He's a kid from his little town in Quebec. He's probably scored this overtime goal in the Bell Center on his driveway like 5,000 times in his life, right? Uh, I don't know if you ever got a chance to score a goal in the um, old Maple Leaf Gardens. (laughs) But... uh, you know, can you just can you riff on on what a, what it's like to see a kid like that score that goal? It must be kind of fun when you know him as well as you do.
4: Yeah, you're you're just so excited for him. I mean, you, you couldn't you couldn't have a better ending and a better place uh, and a better guy for it to happen to. Um, you know, English is a second language for him from the town he comes from. It's a it's a tiny little town uh, way up in northern Quebec. A um, lot of pride. In, in him playing in the NHL and then to come into Montreal and, and score an overtime goal uh, like that in front of family and friends and, and everybody watching is, uh, you know, it's a dream come true for a young guy. Um, so you, you just, you know, gives you, gives you goosebumps.
7: Our last question will be Kevin McGrain. <coughs> Kevin.
6: Uh,
4: Pete, um, about the goalies, but sort of bigger picture. I mean, um
6: how, what's the best way in your experience at all levels really of handling goalies, both of whom want to play, both of whom often deserve to play
4: over the course of the season and playoffs, what's the best way a coach can approach that dynamic? Well, I, I just, I think you approach those situations like you do all situations with players with as much honesty and, uh, you know, uh, integrity as you can. I, I think I think the message to the room, and there can't be any doubt in this, is is that uh, the decisions we're going to make are for one uh, reason only, and that's to give us the best chance to win the next game. Um, there's no other agenda. And I, I think, you know, if players know that, um, they, they can live with bad news. Thanks very much, Pete. Thank you. That was Head Coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview
1: presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center.
0: The Golden Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: AAA Insurance Post Game Show 2-1, the final, the Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadiens in overtime. It's Robin Leonard. Just absolutely a brilliant game for him. And Nick Waugh, the overtime winner. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, for... For the Golden Knights, they needed this game. It's not a must-win, right? We know that it's not a must-win game. There will be a tomorrow if the Golden Knights end up losing this game. But they needed this game. You want to go back home. Game 5, tied 2-2. You don't want to be down 3-1. to And what you saw tonight from the Golden Knights is a team that did not have it for the majority of their roster save for one position, and that's goaltenders. Robin Leonard was absolutely fantastic. He comes in, and he makes Pete DeBoer's decision matter. He makes it mean something. And in the process, the Golden Knights were able to rally from one goal down to tie the game in the third period, and Nick Waugh scores one of the biggest goals of his life to send this one back to Vegas, series tied, 2-2. Game number five will go on Tuesday. 6 o'clock puck drop, 5 o'clock pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended postgame shows next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented
0: by Dollar Loan Center. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Hey, extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 2-1 the final. The Golden Knights find a way and beat the Montreal Canadiens in overtime. Nick Waugh, overtime hero. Robin Leonard, the entire game hero. It's really that simple. The Golden Knights won tonight because Robin Leonard was fantastic. Yes, Braden McNabb scores a goal. That's a huge one in the context of this game. Yes, Nicholas Waugh wins it, but you don't have an opportunity to get there if Robin Leonard is not fantastic. And tonight, he was absolutely brilliant for the Golden Knights. What does that mean for Game 5? I don't know. If you're going to call in, and I I hope you do, 702-876-1340 is the number, I don't know who's going to start for the Golden Knights. You hear the comments from Pete DeBoer after the game, it it really sounds like this was a start to get rest for Marc-Andre Fleury, but when you see how dialed in Robin Leonard is, then you start to ask yourself some questions. I don't think you have to worry about Tuesday right now because I think you're going to have two goaltenders that are going, and that's what makes the Golden Knights so deep. There are a lot of things we can talk about. Getting the offense going is going to be one of them, I'm sure. But right now, I want to hear from you. How do you feel? What did tonight's game do for your confidence the remainder of this series? 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Sal. Sal, how are you doing?
8: Uh, the anxiety is over for today, thankfully. <laughs> uh, if you ask me, I would go Flurry at home game five, and regardless of the outcome, I go Leonard game six. So um, you're, you're
9: looking at a
1: rotation then?
8: I, for the next two games, I, I feel great giving both guys the rest. And if you tell Leonard secretly, hey, regardless of what happens, you're our guy for game six, I think it gets everyone focused and they know what, they, what, they, what to expect. Um, aside from that, as far as the game goes, I'm disappointed in the two pucks that got behind Theodore. I, just, I not something I expect from him normally. Yeah, um, I thought the two best players on the ice today, aside from the score sheet, Petrangelo and Leonard. I, I thought they really shine. Petrangelo seemed like the most confident person with the puck on his stick. I know he didn't get a goal, but early in the game, I felt like he was the only one that was generating some some chances. What do you what do you think on that? Yes, I mean,
1: I think that Alex Petrangelo continues to kind of be that catalyst for the Golden Knights. He's, he's able to kind of deal with things in the defensive zone. He's able to not panic under pressure. And then in the offensive zone, he's, he's one of the guys that's, that's constantly looking for avenues and lanes to get pucks to the net or to find those backdoor plays. I think you're, you're, you're bang on. For me, Robin Leonard, Alex Petrangelo, both guys had a great game. And thank you for the call, Sal. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing?
6: Yeah, I, I, Sal's right on the money. You you've got to this point, rotating goalies, go back to it. I think that's what Coach DeBoer saw when the poke check in Game Two didn't work, and then uh, and then the Game Three debacle, as I mentioned in the uh, at the end of the last show. But the the truth is, when you get tired, you make mistakes and. There's no reason why this $12 million combo cannot just rotate like they have been. But the elephant in the room is obviously, where are the first six players? Where are the forwards? We get absolutely no value out of them offensively. And then Nick Waugh, bless bless his heart. I mean, he's an excellent overachiever, but he's not a top six forward generally. And certainly Alex Petrangelo isn't a forward. So where's it going to come from? Uh, game seven, Montreal has already proven they can win a game seven on the road. So this this series is not over.
1: No, it's it's not. It's far from over. I mean, I, this is obviously going at least six, potentially seven. And, you know, Mike, the the question is where's the offense going to come from? Now, on Braden McNabb's goal, I understand that Braden McNabb is the guy that puts the puck in the back of the net. But William Carlson is the guy that makes the play right you've got Carlson doing all the dirty work down low he sets up McNabb do you want that goal off the stick of William Carlson maybe because you want him to start putting the puck in the back of the net but when you set up a goal and you are that instrumental in it I think you kind of have to give a little bit of leeway there beyond that you need more absolutely 100 percent no doubt you need more from mark stone you need more from max pacchetti who does pick up a point and assist on the game winner so that's a good one that's now two points in the series for max pacchetti but the fact of the matter is the the golden knights have have scored uh, 10 goals they've scored 10 goals in this series and seven of them have come from defensemen Two of them have come from Nick Waugh and the other from Matthias Yanmark. So it's really been the third line and the defense that has provided all of the scoring for the Golden Knights. That's going to need to change to win this series. You need something from Stone, Pacioretty, and William Carlson, Jonathan Marchessault, and Riley Smith. Let's head back, up to, back out to the phone lines, bring in Jason. Jason, how you doing?
9: Hey, how you guys doing? I'm telling you this. The Golden Knights did really good tonight. Good job, Leonard very good job tonight
1: yeah uh, jason uh, what are you expecting for
9: game five you know what they're both good flurry and linder are good whatever it takes to win game number five go
1: knights go all right jason thanks for the call uh, enthusiastic for sure i mean listen you're you're at two two this is kind of where you want you want to have a game five pivotal moment for, for this series on home ice, and that's what the Golden Knights were able to do. You go up to Montreal, you get a split, and now everything is back to square, a best of three, and that starts on Tuesday. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show of Fox Sports, Las
9: Vegas.
0: to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 2-1 to one the final. Nick Waugh, the overtime hero, Robin Leonard, fantastic in every single facet of the game uh, tonight for the Golden Knights and series is now tied up 2-2. Two to two. Game 5, Tuesday, T-Mobile Arena. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I hope you are too. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you go? How you I'm,
8: doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing?
1: I I mean I'm great.
8: So that was actually a pretty hard game to watch, and it was even harder, especially at the end, because I had to wait for like two minutes while the TV caught up to the radio and not spoil it <laughs> for us. Yeah, it was it was awesome to see.
1: You know, like. I want to kind of sit there with that Nick Waugh goal because for the first time in the game, the Golden Knights win a net front battle uh, in front of Carey Price. Uh, for the first time in the game, the Golden Knights have a high danger scoring chance, and it takes all the poise and patience in the world for Nick Waugh to settle the puck and lift it. Just a beautiful play from Nick Waugh.
8: Yeah, it, you know, it sounded pretty amazing, and I, you could hear how excited Duba was to call that, but then seeing it was really spectacular as well.
1: So what was the turning point in the game for you?
8: Oh, I i mean, I think it was Napper's goal. I, I think that after that, like I was not feeling very good about this game. <laughs> and after he got that goal, it's like, you know what, it's okay. I think we can do this. And you know what, if we end up getting a bunch of goals from defensemen, like it's goals are goals, right, at the end of yep. the day. If there is a goal, it's a goal.
1: You know what, Stephanie, thank you for the call. I'm 100% with you, and that was kind of the, the point in bringing up William Carlson's role in Braden McNabb's goal. Uh, the fact of the matter is I, I don't think you care too much about where the goals are coming from so long as you're getting goals. It's when you're not getting goals that you start to question things. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights are going to need more out of their top six. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing?
7: I'm I'm doing okay, especially after that third period. I I was a little concerned in the first and second the, the Knights didn't have the the jump I was looking for or expecting. Uh, but uh, let me say, Lerner just played an absolutely fantastic game to to be sitting that long and then come in and just play the way he played. He he, I think stole that game for us tonight. I think, you know, uh, I think they stole game three from us uh, and then we stole it back from them just from the way things were going. Um, I do want to say, though, with the way the everything the Golden Knights said after game three, I was expecting a real statement win from them tonight. I was expecting it to be you know, four one, five one, something we saw, you know, in game one of the series. But I didn't see that. So I was kinda disappointed in that and I expect that we need a statement win from the Golden Knights in the series.
1: You know, Joe, um, thank you for the call. I would argue that the statement win from Vegas was the 4-1 win in game number one. That's a game that you you put up four goals on Carey Price, and this is not going to be easy. I don't care what the Final Four configuration is. If you're a team in the Final Four, you're playing incredible hockey, and the Montreal Canadiens took away everything from the Golden Knights tonight. One high-danger chance for Vegas, and it's not for lack of trying. The the, the both teams were out there on the ice trying. It's just the Montreal Canadiens played as close to a perfect defensive game as you can play, and then they lost. So for the Golden Knights, it's it's all about trying to find ways to win because now you just need six of them. That's how many more wins the Golden Knights need to make this postseason the, the run of their lives. So you've got to find a way to win the games. I don't care if it's a statement win or if you've got to grind out a 2-1 win in overtime. The fact of the matter is you need to get the win. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Scott. Scott, how you doing?
9: I'm doing fine. How are you, sir? I'm great. Uh, first off, you're talking about pivotal moments in the game. I think the PK, right at the beginning of the third period, was starting to be the turnaround for the Knights, and then we're starting to get some substantial ozone time from there. Not what we want to see, but it started getting progressively better and better as the third got there, and that we started to kind of get that contribution from Wild Bill to McNabb. So I think if, if we have to do it like that, just to make sure they're going to focus on the top lines and the second line to get out to the defenseman, I don't care. So again, it's just one of those things where I think if we can just keep the momentum, get back up, and start getting our passes crisper once we get in there and sustain some zone, we're going to be just fine.
1: Yeah, Scott, I, I agree with you. The, the, the key for the Golden Knights in the remainder of this series is to play the majority of time in the offensive zone. You got to get in on your forecheck to do that and you know i think you're spot on and thank you for the call Uh, the penalty kill at the beginning of the third period was vital it was huge for vegas you go down two nothing there i'm not really sure what happens from that point but the golden knights were able to get the kill it was a strong kill and then they were able to use that as kind of a springboard to get themselves back into this game 702-876-1340 is the number let's head back out to the phone lines bring in adam adam how you doing
9: Doing good. How are you doing tonight? I'm great. Yeah, so I think that game five um, obviously is going to be uh, flurry starting on that game. Um, He's had a spectacular year. Uh, Robin Leonard struggled throughout the whole season. Uh, Yeah, he had a great night tonight. We needed it, and he stepped up to the plate. Uh, Pete DeBoer made a a great decision on, um, you know, putting Flurry back and, and, you know, basically punishing him for the mistake he made in the playoff game. But, you know, Flurry's our guy, and that's probably where we're going to go on game five for sure.
1: Adam, Adam, let me me push back on that. I'm not sure if you heard the comments from Pete DeBoer after the game, but Pete was very adamant and very clear that this was not – this was not a decision made to punish Marc-Andre Fleury it wasn't a decision made because of the mistake made in the third period in in game number three it was as a start for Robin Leonard to
9: try to get Marc-Andre
1: Fleury some rest
9: yeah but we I mean we haven't seen we haven't seen the switch back and forth throughout the season because of uh Leonard you know basically struggling throughout this entire season I mean he's got a, a bunch of losses for us this year um, he did step up tonight. Like I said, he did a great job. Uh, we needed that from him. Um, but, you know, we'll see Marc-Andre Flory back in the net on, on Game 5 and, you know, definitely to, to take this as a win. Um, obviously, we're...
1: You know, it looks like we, uh, we lost you, Adam. Uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting, um, and, and I'm going to push back on that last point that you made about Robin Leonard struggling uh, this season it, it, he was uh, thirteen four and two so I, I mean like let's be real he didn't struggle this season there were injury issues that he dealt with a concussion a two point two nine goals against average and a 9 thirteen save percentage 13 wins four losses two others like that's not a struggling season so I'm not really sure where that's coming from i I, I think that because Robin Leonard hadn't started games in the playoffs because Marc-Andre Fleury has been so good that, that the, the narrative around Robin Leonard is that he's just a backup. He's not just a backup. Robin Leonard is absolutely a compliment to Mark Marc-Andre Fleury it's not a one and a two it's a 1A and a 1B and even that might be distinguishing between the two of them a little bit too much both guys given the opportunity will come in and can win you a game they're capable of stealing you a game just like we saw tonight from Robin Leonard and I don't think that we should forget that easily I don't think that we should. We do, and I don't really get why, but both of these guys, Marc-Andre Fleury, Robin Leonard, you put either one of them in a game, I have the utmost confidence that they can win one, and if needed, steal one, because they're that good. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
9: on the extended
0: Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
9: Extended post
1: show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 2-1 the final. The Vegas Golden Knights even up the Stanley Cup semifinals at two games apiece, headed into a pivotal Game 5 on Tuesday. And they do it thanks to an absolutely brilliant performance from Robin Leonard. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Todd. Todd, how you doing?
9: Hey, uh, good evening. Um, I want to make a couple of comments. Ryan, our Robin Leonard looked really great tonight, no doubt um, got us the win. Um, I would like to see the going back to the tandem that we've done all season. If you look at a win-loss percentage, we've done fairly well, and we've gone on long streaks of winning. And then the other point I want to bring up is once we get Chandler Stevenson to come back, I think we're going to be the team to beat once he comes back to the lineup. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that the,
1: the interesting thing is we just don't know how long Chandler Stevenson is going to be out. So, you know, I think that he is incredibly important to what the Golden Knights do and what they do. Well, he is a key cog in, in making Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone go uh, but if he's not going to be available or, or is still day-to-day over the remainder of this series, you're going to need somebody to spark 67 and 61. And, and, you know, for me, you have to operate under the assumption that Chandler Stephenson's not coming back tomorrow. He's not going to be in the lineup game five. So you, you've you got to find a way to chip in more offense, and you're going to need heroes like Nick Waugh to step up, guys like Matthias Janmark and Alex Tuck, to find the back of the net, you're going to need that in order to win a series when you don't have your top line center. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Al. Al, how you doing?
10: Pretty good. Um, uh, this is Al. This is Tennis Al. Hey, I'm Tennis Al. From Orange County, California. I've been down here for a week, and uh, I just want to say something inspirational to all Nevadans here. You know, uh, I couldn't get to see the game much of the game so they're just opening up over here, and it's hard to watch the game and. Uh, I was listening to it on the, I wasn't listening, I was following it on Twitter and I was kind of concerned. So I, I was in a poker game over here and I had to get out. I came and I listened to it on the radio and I'm very proud of the Knights and uh, I'm kind of getting a little emotional here. But let's just remember that, you know, we're Vegas strong and Nevadans are battle born. And um, uh, when you compare the weather here, how easy it is to live here and how hard it is to live in Nevada. Battleborn is what we got to think, and you guys, um, uh, some incredible comeback. I think the team has found new depth. I think they found new spirit. I sense a, a lot of positive energy just here being in California, and uh, I just want to tell you guys that I like, don't give up. Thank you, Tennis Al. So the Golden Knights
1: again—they they make a, a really a, an interesting game, even more interesting. Obviously, Pete DeBoer going with robin leonard that decision pays off in spades and then you have nick Waugh scoring a gigantic goal in montreal and and that's that's something that nick was going to remember for the rest of his life but i'm telling you right now let that be a spark And I do think you've got to entertain the idea of just leaving Tomasz Nosek between Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone because Yanmark, Wah, and Tuck is a line that I think can absolutely go for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back to wrap it up next. It's the extended postgame
4: show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las
1: Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadiens 2-1 in overtime to take game four. Tie this series up at two games apiece. Robin Leonard, the story tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. Absolutely brilliant. And, you know, it's not just one save. It's not ju- It's not. <laughs> It's not just anything. It's multiple saves all throughout the game for Robin Leonard. The first one coming on Eric Stahl in the first period. It's a great play by Corey Perry. Leonard makes two saves, one with the pad, one with the glove, able to keep that from going over the goal line. And then it's uh, in the second period, big stops on Brendan Gallagher, Phil Deneau. I mean, in quick succession. Third period... The biggest one of the game for me from Robin Leonard was the save that he made on Cole Caulfield. It's a bobbled puck by Shea Theodore. Caulfield gets in and tries to open Leonard up, going left to right, tries to sneak that one five-hole. Leonard shuts the door, and then shortly thereafter, the Golden Knights end up getting one back to win the game in overtime. So Robin Leonard had his fingerprints on this game the entire way. And he is a gigantic reason that the Golden Knights go back to T-Mobile Arena on Tuesday. Tied 2-2 with a chance to take a series lead and push the Canadians to the brink of elimination. Game number 5 will go on Tuesday. 6 o'clock puck drop, 5 o'clock pregame show. That's going to do it for us here. Thanks to Jeff Rubino for turning all the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. We will talk to you on Tuesday afternoon right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.